At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. The fans loved it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and Together. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. <laughs> hey, welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog, sitting with my buddies, Kev Hug and Duggan. You woke me up with that one. That was a good one. Hey there. Hey, let's <laughs> not forget Kai. Let's not forget Kyle, the coach. The Kai. I'm here. Happy Father's Day, guys. <laughs> Happy we Father's Day. Day. Yes. Yes. Uh, we are at this after Father's Day, so we want to make sure we wish all the fathers out there Happy Father's Day. And we've got a great episode lined up for you guys. Uh, as always, we've got a Bolt Insight, a fan focus, and a kick-ass Ask Bolt fam. Mm. But... Let's start it off by, again, jumping on the fathers, wishing happy Father's Day to people. Uh, Axel's 24 on Twitter, uh, wife and kids hooked him up with a sick case for his Herbert helmet. Can't go wrong with this Johnny Karate Kid pop. Ain't that something? I saw this and I was like, I slowly turned to my wife and I said, (laughs) you need to step at the up lady wow dude look at what they got i didn't get i got love i'm just saying she knows besides my family my second greatest love is the chargers i wouldn't hate like i don't have the helmet i'll take a case i'll take a fun fun co pop just a preemptive case yeah just maybe that might be coming in like these days Next I Father's Day, it's just an empty case, and then they get me the helmet. <laughs> I just saw this, and I'm 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 joking. I love my wife. I, yeah, I love but what, what I'm saying is, this guy's the lucky dude. Lucky dude. Yeah, hooked up. Yeah, uh, everybody that's got Justin Herbert signed anything is yeah, it's pretty freaking lucky in my opinion. Right. Um, and then the the new fathers out there, we uh, got tweeted out by Tyler Foffy. Uh, who welcomed Miss Miller Jean into the family and posted pictures. She's absolutely precious. Uh, the Chargers have another good one up and coming. Uh, and I believe she had a message for the Raiders. And in her <laughs> adorable pictures, she's giving a little... <laughs> throwing the bird. Throwing the bird. Congrats, <laughs> for Foster. The Raiders. 
Yeah, absolutely. Happy for you, man. That's fantastic. That's awesome. Um, and then Vic Bolt J, Vic1187, best moment of my life. Welcome our new fam member, Ian Baby Bolt. I hope his name is Ian Baby Bolt. That would be <laughs> that would be dope. <laughs> I need that on a birth certificate. Um yeah, absolutely cute little baby. Not throwing the bird. Um, but when, no, he's, uh, he's comfortable with the team. He's just peace, he came he's out peacefully. Peaceful. Yeah. Yeah. He's peacefully dreaming of Charger Super Bowl victory. He's not stressed about it. He's no, comfortable no, with no. where we have the roster. Yeah. He's not like, oh boy, I'm, uh, we've got some holes in the plug. And he's just very no, comfortably he, sleeping. He was, he was born into a good world where the Chargers <laughs> roster looks beautiful. <laughs> the roster's dope. Yeah. yeah. A, mm, Khalil I, Mack. I yeah. love seeing all the, I love seeing all the babies. This crazy. There was like a whole bunch on born on Father's Day. Cause well, I have one of my sons was, his birthday is on Father's Day. So oh, it's that's like right. A, yeah. A special connection with the babies born on Father's Day. There you um, go. Until they, until they piss all over you. And then it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, that comes with the territory. Yeah, I'd imagine. I don't deal with that, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know, no cat piss flying? No, no cat piss flying. They know where to put it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> They're not animals. <laughs> um and I wanted to ask, did you guys hear about the the little, was it Minka Himes who posted about, you know, Nadama Kinsu, like throwing, did you see that today? Minka Himes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, what did I say? Minka yeah. Himes. Minka I was Kimes. like, Minka Fitzpatrick? Like, maybe. <laughs> what maybe. are we talking about here? Minka Himes, it. yeah. Yeah, I thought that was pretty nuts. Like the idea of Nadama Kinsu. I don't know if I like it. I, I mean, I... Uh, from a from a character standpoint, I don't see him getting in the door personally. I, I think, obviously, as a player, the guy's a, a beast. The guy can really, obviously, change a a, de- a defense just by being that kind of a presence. But knowing his history, I mean, yeah, maybe he's grown and maybe he's better. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know that yeah. we got the money for for a Nadamikin Sue, honestly. Well, the Nadamikin Sue. What we've done this whole offseason is bringing guys that have played in the scheme. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe he's played in the scheme. So I think one, the money, two, I think, like you said, um, doesn't really seem like a charger player. Mm-hmm. But I also heard rumblings of Makai Becton, like a trade to go try to get him. Now that's I just do. all speculative. And I think that the Chargers are just associated with all right with tackles everybody. right now. <laughs> yeah. It's just a glaring hole on our roster. Sure. Um, but yeah, the 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 talks have started back up. I feel like there was a couple of weeks there after the draft and then right at the beginning of free agency, we were connected to everyone in the NFL mm-hmm. yeah. and it's starting to ramp back up again. Yeah. It's that, it's that crazy time where there's not a lot of news going on. So, you know, all the kind of OTAs have kind of settled down. Everyone's taking their last little breath before they report and mm-hmm. got to yeah. stir the pot. Got to stir it up. I, M- Mackay Beckton, I do remember him. There's a, we made a meme a lot, like our first year on Twitter of Makai Becton getting absolutely destroyed by Denzel Perriman. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the first thing that comes to mind when I hear it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember, Do you remember that. that? Pretty yeah. Just yeah. puts him on his back. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Good yeah, it's, it's the time of year where people go, well, what if we did this and what if we did that? And 
the ones that make the most sense start to kind of like rise to the top, like as yeah. far as like, well, maybe that could happen. Maybe that could work. And now, yeah. and then you see it tomorrow on ESPN about like, what if Mackay Becked into the Chargers? Question mark. We're going to talk yeah. about it for a half an hour. <laughs> I know. Um, Be careful with this little window of time with these rumors and the shit. They literally ESPN, NFL Network, and all these people just need stuff to talk about. Yeah, so the stuff right. coming out in the next few weeks is probably not that legitimate. Right. I mean, obviously, for Ndamukong Sue, it, the the question was posed to him, and he said, well, you know, that, that could be a possibility. But I think looking if, at it from the other end, as we've already mentioned, it's like, I just don't know that that's a right fit. But, no. um, well, if you want a right fit for you, folks, you can <laughs> oh, go to... That was one that, of the better ones we've had. That was one of the best. Yeah, that <laughs> you was could great. go to chargerchat.com. <laughs> I feel bad for all the people who are like listening to this for the first time where I like, I don't even get it out and you guys are both go, oh! Like, I, <laughs> like, why are they doing that? I don't know why... They- <laughs> I, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start giving you scores. That was a solid nine out of ten with Ooh, that, that transition. Okay, I'll give yeah. it nine. I'll give that a nine. That All was right, segway tastic. Well, as I mentioned, folks, if you want the right fit, go on over to ChargerChat.com because we've got shirts, hoodies, and stickers that will fit all of your needs. You can also check out the members section where you can chat it up with other Charger Chatteers and ask questions for the Ask Bolt Fam segment. So go check it out, ChargerChat.com. All right, gang. Well, now it is time to go on to Bolt Insight. Who's it going to be? A dad, maybe? Seems fitting for this episode. Appropriate for Father's Day, yes. That's fitting. Let's see what dad is behind door number one. <laughs> as soon as that clock starts, your ass mine. When I met Justin Herbert, man, that dude is big as hell. You know, the goal is to just keep it rolling. Come in hype because we have a lot of things to be excited about. All right, guys, we're back with another Bolt Insight, and we are super pumped to have Bolt Dad. What is up, Bolt Dad? Hello. Hey, hey. I'm I'm doing really well. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, dude, we're, we're pumped. And I mentioned it before we got started. Like, we love this Charger community and, like, all the new podcasts and all the new material. And it's just, it gives, you know, people an opportunity to become Charger fans. So we're just excited to have you on and kind of, you know, get everybody's eyes on you a little bit and maybe they'll go check out your stuff. So definitely go check out Bolt Dad. He's amazing. But before we get into much more of that, we want to find out how did you become a Charger fan? Sure. Uh, Well, so it it started, it really started. I went to a lot of games back when it was Jack Murphy. Yes. I grew up in San Diego, Um, was always a big fan. Obviously, Damon Thomason was like, LT was like a, a big, a big drawer of attention and got me hooked. But I didn't really like love the Chargers until Philip Rivers came along. Yeah, um, he he came along kind of like shortly after, um, you know, kind of around the time I was like graduating from high school, and I don't know, I just something about him, his like his demeanor on the field was uh, always beloved by uh, Charger fans, maybe not the rest of the NFL, but. I start watching his pressers like after the games and it's like, I would notice what the the media was saying about him, especially like between him and Jay Cutler, the, you know, back when that was a thing. Yeah. And then I'd notice like how he acted and handled himself off the field mm-hmm. in, in pressers and something about the, the way he handled himself super for professional um, you know, it's always faith, family, football. He was the first football player I ever heard use that term. 
And he, you could tell he took it to heart. And every season, off season, have a new kid. I know, right? <laughs> I Turned about. I don't know, something about him in particular, and then the combination with Antonio Gates, obviously with LT, it was just it was something unique. And uh, in the the character quality of the players off the field, not just you know on the field, mm-hmm. like uh, it it just hook line sinker for me. I, I loved it. That's awesome. I I love Phil so much because he was the ultimate shit talker, like the ultimate shit talker. And he did it all without cussing. Like that is so hard. That's like those comedians that do it <laughs> completely clean and still kill. He would do yeah. that on the field. It was amazing. That's actually, that's such a good point. Right. And you know, it's funny because I had mentioned the Jay Cutler thing. Yeah. Yeah. And this doesn't need to be a whole podcast about Philip Rivers, but. Oh, we can know, do it. I mean, I, I'm happy yeah. to do that. Especially <laughs> that rivalry. Right. And as it was really interesting because I feel like maybe it's kind of got lost in the weeds. People kind of forget about it. But, you know, I feel like when the, the, the media narrative, I wouldn't say negative media narrative, but like the, the media, the media narrative that kind of circled, uh, you know, oh. Philip Rivers really kind of, I think, started around. Do you remember that one time Jay Cutler was like, talking smack on the field, but we didn't see that angle cut. We only saw and was repeated all over ESPN and NFL network was at Philip Rivers talking trash. Jarring at him. Yep. Yeah. And so uh, that really kind of, I can't think created a national narrative yeah. about Philip Rivers. And I just, I don't know. I just totally digged it, man. You're right. The way he talks trash. And then, and then I don't know if I, I per, as a fan really caught on that he didn't, didn't, curse yeah until later down the road but when that became a thing and start you start listening to to mic'd ups with rivers you're like dude this guy is gosh golly jeez dag 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 yeah he was next level uh, yeah i loved him getting under cutler's skin too because that guy was such a douche he was just yeah. like oh i love seeing him just like melt down because phil was talking to him well, I don't remember. Do you remember like when he was really coming out though in Denver? Like people loved Cutler because he was a gunslinger, big arm, and like kind of basically the polar opposite of 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 uh, Rivers in a lot of ways. So yeah. a lot of people just like I don't like Rivers. I like Cutler. So like it's like they early on took sides. So, yeah, I don't know. I just it just made me fall in love with Rivers and the Chargers even more. Same. Yeah, he's he's got a place in my heart forever um and then let's let's talk a little bit more about your podcast like you know the the idea to like get one rolling your excitement being a charger fan for so long what was kind of the catalyst what was the reasoning you wanted to get get your own pod rolling well gosh i I appreciate you even talking about it because i just love your guys's pod so much you know but um yeah i i guess uh you know listening to like you guys listen to a few others you guys had really cool takes and you know and but i felt like for me i'd listen to podcasts like when i couldn't sleep i was up late at night you know i call myself bolt dad that's literally because i got two like a preschooler and a toddler running around nice so at the end of the day i come back uh i'm i'm exhausted and so what helps me sleep is listening to podcasts and i was like you know what i got i got some knowledge up in the noggin you know i got things to say yeah i got you know i don't know if people will listen to me but um, you know, so I said, you know what, instead of doing a podcast, what I'll do is start doing really ridiculous, bad, poor quality skits. I love like them. Comedy yeah. Sketches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
So I just started doing a couple of those and surprised. And I was like, I'll throw them up on Twitter, see what happens. Um, I created a YouTube account and threw those up there and they just kind of took off, you know, for the most part. And I was like, wow, people actually like this bad quality stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I mean, I'm having fun doing it. You know, it kind of gets, you know, gets that little bit of something out of me that I, that release. And then beyond that, I was like, you know what? I'll start. I feel like talking about rivers or talking about, you know, this or that. And, um, you know, kind of give them some hopefully different takes on a couple of things. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, people seem to have so far, you know, thank everybody. They seem to be like really helpful early on, had really terrible mic and video and this and that. And people were like, oh, you should get this mic. You should get this camera. You should do this and this. And before you knew it, I was like, you know, what? I'm going to do a better background, better setup. I love it. Maybe take it somewhat seriously, you know, and and uh, it's been it's been awesome so far. Well, it's cool. It's because you're genuine. It works. It's fun. People, you know, it's fun. It's fun to watch. So definitely keep it up because we we just love the idea of this like big community because like when the, when we first started there's only a couple of us and people were not a fan there was not a lot of charger love going around like it was right at immediately right after the move to happen and it was just like shit we're starting over but now it feels so different and like there's so many people want all this information and just want to hang out with charger fans while they're making dinner or whatever. And, you know, it's just, it's cool that we have this really awesome community. That's really, you know, really helping each other and like just doing cool shit. Yeah. I no, I totally agree with that. Like it's um, I think that's actually a really interesting point that you made. It's like, you know, the, I, I kind of characterize it. Um, it's probably a little dramatic, but I think it's a good analogy of like rising from like the Phoenix. That's the way, not just the chargers, but almost like charger fandom sure. has been. There's a, a, it's such a unique situation right now where we have these awesome old school diehard charger fans from day one. That yeah. Maybe they're upset, but they're coming back around. They see what's going on. They just, they can't resist. You got the ones that have stayed true and true from day one. Like me, for example, I was obviously lived in San Diego, loved Chargers for a long time, and then they made the move. But here's the thing. I had actually lived in L.A. for like eight years already. Um, and so I kind of already gone through the whole San Diego hates L.A. Yeah. thing. And, you know, so I've seen a different perspective and even gone to some Anaheim games, gone some Dodger games back because uh, I like baseball, too. And uh, I've kind of got I got over that, you know, that that kind of hate or whatever you would call it pretty early on. And um, now I represent Northern California. I live up in uh, Sacramento, but I still have family down in LA and Irvine right next to the training, all all down there. So like, I don't know when they made the move and they finally did it. I felt like by then the writing was on the wall. Yeah. And I would also say in classic Spanos fashion, they did a terrible job <laughs> delivering the news. <laughs> yeah. Have a horrible LA logo. I mean, it was just all done wrong. Yeah. And then, you know, and then they go into a soccer stadium, which your people are like questioning, scratching their head. And then, so yeah, there was this weird a year or two, unfortunately, with Gates and Rivers last couple of years. Like, yeah, it was this weird, awkward time. And I think in that when i said the analogy of rising like the phoenix like those are the ashes yeah that they're rising from right and so 
the diehards, people stuck with it. Other people are starting to come back. And then lo and behold, Spanos and team and company, they hire like apparently the best social media people you can of find. All, it's insane. They lucked out so hard with that. That <laughs> is hard like, to create that consistently good of content. It's so right. Hard. Like Megan's in the forefront of that yeah. and, and all of them, like they're just we're started crushing it and they did it the right way in the sense that they, you could clearly tell they were reaching out to the community. They didn't just do important things like, Oh, let's you know do food drives or whatever. Those kind of things. Those are all very important things, but yeah. like something about just taking it to that next level and really connecting, um, you know, just, I don't know, gave, gave something fans who are desperate to cling on something. They gave them that. Yeah. And, and, and now it, you know, then you start to see like, you know, these videos of like our fans getting recognized, like Jen is a great example, sure, yeah. um, you know, and, and all these are in, and, and, and you start seeing like real genuine connections and fan base being formed. And it's like against all odds. And now on top of it, the product on the field is starting to mesh, starting to yeah, click. Yeah. And you're just like, is this really happening? Like this <laughs> yeah. is, it's rising like the this phoenix you know what's happening here yeah and so now you got all these podcasts you got all these people connecting you're i'm just kind of repeating a little bit what you said but it's like i just i feel what you're saying and yeah and i just wanted to be a part of it you know i'm i'm up here i'm kind of away so this is my way of helping be a part of it and it's it's freaking awesome what's happening right now i love it man it's it's really cool club right now it's like this i don't know it's just this certain energy it's interacting with people on social media it's like meeting people in person it's like get, tailgates were always fun but now i feel like it's just a little next level like the excitement and people are like oh you're you're this this on twitter i haven't even put the face to the name because you have some weird logo as your thing this is awesome you know <laughs> it's like there's this kind of crazy aspect to it so it's exciting it's yeah, really exciting for time sure. for us for um, sure, yeah. Well, let, let's uh, let's get you out of here on this, man. Like, what are you most looking forward to this season? What what is something if you could pinpoint? I know it's a big fucking question <laughs> because there's so many things to look forward to. What's the one thing that you like? You really, really want to see this year? I, don't know, I just you you can't not help be like excited about how many sacks Mac and Bosa are yep. gonna combine on. Like, you just know with with bosa he's been double triple teamed his entire career i mean when melvin was here it it, it helped you know but melvin still couldn't quite to get to the quarterback as much as he had hoped yeah uh and then but you know mac brings that new dimension right and i know it's been talked about so much but how could you just not be so excited about that because we all know that when you can create consistent pressure on both sides you know, that opens up the chance for back the backfield to get picks. Well, well wait a second. Now we got Mr. INT back there. Sure. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, it's like all of a sudden you got, you know, what, and to add to that during Derwin James, like what's he going to be able to do now? Yeah. Because Staley had been talking about for so long, like, Oh, these, this is what we're going to do with you, you know? And even like you could have see them having those, you know, conversations about it the day that he signed. Like it was like the video, the first 24 yeah, hours. Of, yeah. You know, you can sell them talking like, oh my God, Doran James is going to be able to light up the world, you know, on fire. And it didn't really happen as much as you would like because 
you know, he was going a thousand different directions. He was covering do, a lot of positions. He was yeah, doing a well, they lot say of like, help. Like eight plus jobs or something on the backfield. Yeah. And now he's going to actually be able to trust the people around him. Like, you know, he's going to be able to do that. And then you start listening to these pressers. And yeah, almost usually athletes, like they'll say a couple fluff things here or there. But when you start hearing like Joey Bosa, it, who doesn't really fluff. No, he doesn't all. pull punches at all. Yeah, Keenan Allen doesn't really do that either. Mm-hmm. Right. And these are key pieces to our offensive defense. And they're the ones that have been here before and they've never fluffed before. And they're like, yeah, something's different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, they like, feel we, we feel it. <laughs> yeah. If anybody's going to know, it's going to be them. They've been in the locker rooms all these years. They know what's different. It feels different to us, but they know 100% more than better than we do. Yeah. So now I'm just like, and then there's just so much to be excited about. Gosh, it, it's like another thing too, is I think that that can, can get lost in the weeds too, is we had, you know, knock on wood here, you know, for the future, but we did have a relatively healthy season other than like the COVID game. Yeah. We had a very healthy season last year. And I think the reason why is because Staley's uh, strength and conditioning uh, the, the, what he called, you know, I think he, he termed it something like, this is going to be a, a winning, uh, winning edge for us was mm-hmm. like that, the extra yoga type stretch. Pre- yeah. That that's stuff. it. Yes. Thank you. I was looking, searching for that. That activation is that, that, that winning edge. And I think that's legit. And so when you have Bosa electing to say, okay, I'm going to leave my usual, uh, you know, training during OTAs. I'm actually going to come to voluntary uh, OTAs and come out and 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 do this. W- to me, what that says is, yeah, I want to get to know Cleo Mack. I want to get to know the players. Yeah, I'm motivated. But beyond that, I think he's also in back. You know, actions speak louder than words. I think he's saying, I actually trust their strength and conditioning team sure. Good. to get me healthy and ready to play. I like that take. Right, and so that's like. You know, it's just one other added layer of like, you know, we're slowly chipping away at at the the stigma of oh, it's we're gonna we're gonna charge it up by getting unhealthy or this or that. Again, knock on wood here. Yeah. I need to get like an actual piece of like I have a wood thing. I need a it's like I, I knock need to knock reminder. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, you know, anyway. So you ask me what I'm excited about. It's almost impossible to narrow it down. So that's, you know, those are the, in general, the things I'm just super excited about. And of course, you know, we all, we all know and love Justin and, you know, in second year in a, in, in a consistent, you know, um, uh, uh, offensive scheme, Joe Lombardi and like, what's he actually going to be able to do that for the first time ever yeah. having, you know, that's, I just, I'm, I'm jazzed. Sky's the limit, least. man. Yeah, 100%. So, all right, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It was awesome, like, getting to meet you and learning a little bit more about you. And uh, can you just tell everybody where they can check out your stuff? Yeah, sure. Again, thank you. Uh, so, uh, I'm at Bolt Dad uh, Podcast. Is I'm at Bolt Dad Podcast for Twitter. It's the same thing if you're going to find me on YouTube, Bolt Dad. I kind of go by the Bolt Dad Show on, on YouTube. Uh, and again, I just do a lot, bunch of silly sketches, stuff like that. But I also now have that podcast. And we do a few random deep dives, a couple of hype videos, nothing like director quality, you know, but it's, I try my best. It's both so that it's quality. It's awesome. We love it, dude. You're killing it. And <laughs> uh, if you need, it. if you need a funny voice for one of your skits, 
got to hit up Wooldog. He will bring the fire. So let us know if you need Wooldog for for a skit. I'm sure he would love to do oh, it. Oh man, yeah. If he's willing to do it, I'll 100 had him board. Had him on board. I had a. I don't know if you saw Senior Snappy. Senior Snappy. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. that yeah, awesome. He he rocked it, man. I wasn't sure. Like I told him, I was like, you know what? Uh, not everybody's gonna get this sketch. It's pretty unique. But we're just gonna, you know, we're just we're not going for quality here. We're we're just <laughs> having fun. We'll see what happens. And sure enough, man, I got some hating on that one. I got, people didn't understand the sketch, and I had some people who loved it. So all all fun, you know. Keep doing it, man. Be you. Keep you keep keep putting out that awesome content, man. So <laughs> hey, it was it was a pleasure having you. Thank you so much for taking the time to come chat with us. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Hi, right, brother. Well, you know what, Bolt Dan? If you have fun, we have fun. So yeah. it doesn't matter, dude. Like that that is the one thing that will always translate. If you are having fun doing something, there there's always going to be haters, but there's going to be people that that fun is going to translate and it's and it's awesome, dude. I think you're doing a great thing over there and just have fun, man. That's what this should be. Like this shouldn't be a a salty experience of like I guess yeah. I'm a Charger fan now, so I've got to give out a salty podcast. It's like, no, man, <laughs> it could be fun. Like, just have a blast and, and keep it shamelessly honey, positive. Right? That's right, baby. And, That's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, baby. Come on, <laughs> baby. Come honey, on. baby. Catch them. <laughs> yes. got, they got to they get you on there, Wooldog. I'd love to see you bring back your old acting chops. I would love to. Absolutely. I mean, obviously, I'm not in the vicinity to provide any like live action, but uh, if we've got some puppetry that needs happening... <laughs> I can uh, absolutely oh, wait, hold throw on. my voice. <laughs> idea. This is a new idea. Oh, we, shit. One, <laughs> one of our ass bolt fams, we turn into a puppet show skit. Oh, God. <laughs> I think this is something worth doing. Something well, Or like the best of the month, we turn into a puppet. <laughs> we turn it into like a skit. If you, if well, you like the idea, let us know maybe, in the comments. Maybe Senior Snappy's novel that he's writing can be turned into some kind of a puppet. What if we produce show? and shoot that? <laughs> I, I'm a director and director of photography. Let's do this. This oh, is a boy, great idea, murder. actually. All right, we're on. A, we're on to something. Run. We're on to something. Yeah, we 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 definitely love to come up with ideas. Whether or not we'll follow through remains to be seen. But uh, Bolt Dad, <laughs> thank you for coming on Thanks, and chat brother. with Kev uh, again. We love seeing the the content of people having fun. That's what it should be about. So thank you for keeping it fun. Make um, our community stronger. That's right, baby. Um, <laughs> that's right, baby. That's right, baby. That's right, baby. baby. It's honey, baby. Yeah, honey. All right. Well, now it's time to go on to the next segment. It is fan focus. And yeah, let's do it. Danny. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. We are back with another fan focus, and we have Danny from San Marcos. What's up, Danny? Yo, what's up, Kevin? How's it going? Good, brother. Good. I'm excited to meet you and a little uh, learn a little bit more about you. So let's kick off how we do all uh, all the other ones, man. How did you become a Charger fan? Dude, okay. So, I mean, growing up, I didn't really watch any sports. It was just uh, skateboarding. I would be skating all the time. And I don't know, like, you know, occasionally catch a game or two. My friends would be into it. I was, I'm guilty of being one of those guys that, like, when they're doing good, I'd watch it. When they weren't doing good, I'd just be doing something else. Totally. And uh, obviously, I kind of knew the rivalry about the, char- the Chargers and the Raiders. I was at my, um, my uh, break room, and, like, this girl, she's like, yeah, the Raiders are going to win the Super Bowl this year, this and that. And obviously, I want, she's riled up, so I wanted to, like, be like, 
Nah, trying to <laughs> yeah, um, for poke sure. the bear a little bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, like, um, she left, and then this other guy, one of my buddies, he's like, "Hey, man, are you a Chargers fan?" I was like, oh, "I mean, I watch him a little bit." Uh, I was just trying to get under skin. He's like, "Oh no, that's cool." Like, yeah, I'm a Chargers fan, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool, man." And like, I don't want to lie to him because you know. I don't want to be like he drops names on me and then I don't know who they are. Sure. I mean, I'm familiar with Phil Rivers and like everybody, yeah. like the popular ones. Yeah. Uh, but he's like, yeah, like, yeah, that, I'm a Chargers fan. And he's like, is your birthday coming up? And I was like, yeah, it's coming up. It's like next week. He's like, oh, cool. And then he drops it at that. That was super weird. And dude, the following week, he shows up to work like in a Chargers hat. And he's like, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm like, doing good. How are you? And then he's like, I got you something. And I was like, what? He's like, I got you something. And then he shows up with his box. And I'm like, dude, what the heck? <laughs> what like, is going on? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what the heck? What's in the box? Dude, it's open. <laughs> dude, it was a nice box. It was like, it was nice. either he decorated and put a lot of time into it oh, or shit. somebody else did. So and cool. I'm like, okay, what's going on? And like, I, I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I, I can't take this, dude. I don't, you don't, you're, we're supposed to, you didn't have to get me anything. And he's like, no, 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 I got you something. I was like, okay cool um sounds good uh i'm like okay and i'm like looking at it and like i'm taking it apart and i'm like dude what the heck um <laughs> and i like open it dude it's an lt like dark blue lt stitch jersey and i'm like oh, what the heck? I, I i like said it out loud i was like what the heck is this oh my like, god i couldn't hold it back i was like what the heck and he's like yeah i got it for you and i'm like lifting it up and it looks expensive and I'm like, oh my gosh. And he's like, is it your size? And I'm like, yeah, dude, I can't take this. Yeah. This is expensive. And like, he's like, no, 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 I got it for you. Like, you know, when you watch Chargers games, you can wear it. And I was like, oh my gosh. Holy shit. All right. And I'm like, putting this away, right? I'm like, thanks, man. And I'm putting it away. And he's like, oh yeah, we're going to a Chargers game on Sunday. And I'm like, what? What do you mean? I'm like, I, I might have plans on Sunday. What if I had plans? He's like, no, no. <laughs> Oh, wait, do you have plans? And I was like, no, but, <laughs> <laughs> but okay, I'll, I'll go. Yeah, it's super weird. And I was like, all right. Uh, he's like, you can wear your jersey. I was like, okay. Who is this Charger Angel? This, Dude, is, this guy right? sounds amazing. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess I was the only person that the that I worked with that has a Charger like fan, and he like kind of was like kind of pushing me in the right direction. So uh, but he's cool. like telling me like, yo, I'm gonna pick you up. We're going to go tailgate and we go. We're starting, we pick me up super early. We start tailgating. That was my first time tailgating, like being at Qualcomm too. And like, we got there early. We started drinking way too early. (laughs) We started walking in there and everybody's super nice. Yeah. That was the first time like somebody walked by and they're like, nice jersey, man. And I was like, thanks. And they said, bolt up. And I said, bolt up back. That was the first time I ever said it. I never heard that before. Yeah. Um, And we went in the stadium and it was crazy, dude. Like, we're walking in and I'm like, okay, we're walking in. Uh, he starts going in the direction that I'm like, where are you going? He starts moving and I'm like, dude, nosebleeds are this way. And he just like keeps going. He's like, follow me. And I'm like, what the freak are you doing? And I'm, I'm a little like, you know, I'm just following him. And then turns out we're like three or maybe four or five rows away from the field. I'm like, Whoa. What are you doing, dude. I can't, like, what are you? I'm not going to, this is crazy. And he's like, no, no, no. I want to give you like the, like the full Charger experience, you know? Like, I want oh you to be God. like, know what it's like to be a Charger fan. Dude, it was crazy. Like, I got to do the 
like the charge. Um, I got the picture with Boltman. Oh yeah, and, like, yeah, it was crazy, and the, and they won that game too. Oh my and it God. was so it was ridiculous because like it almost felt like it baptized my like fandom yeah. and the jersey, and I was like, ever since then I was just, like, we're going Chargers, like, and I found oh some friends God. along the way, like John Davis and like David and like uh, Burn. Oh, my friend Burn. He moved to Colorado. Mm-hmm. He, he did a thing where he's a Broncos fan now. Oh, son of a... I know. <laughs> it's okay. We forgive him. He's a good okay, guy. He's okay, a good he's a good guy. Okay, yeah. cool. Dude, <laughs> that, is guy. A, that is one of the most unique origin stories <laughs> I've ever heard. Like, that is cool. That's like movie-worthy stuff. Those would be some good scenes. Dude, probably. No, but it was crazy, dude. I couldn't believe it. That's yeah. wild. That's wild. Yeah. What a cool... He's a good cool guy. <laughs> That's so awesome. Um. So, you know, so it sounds like you've been, you know, you were at Qualcomm, you've been a fan for a while. So what's it kind of been for you, you know, them being the San Diego Chargers, becoming the LA Chargers and kind of like the, the roller coaster that's been the last few years and where we are now, what are your kind of thoughts on that, you know, progression? Well, honestly, like I I was still a fan. I'm like, dude, seriously, like it's, it's still the same team. Philip, dude, I love that guy. Yeah. I, you know, you know what I remembered? Um, you when you talked about it, when Phil Rivers did his first down. Remember when mm-hmm. he like looked back and oh, forth yeah. and he's like, "Dude, yeah. that was the best." Give me chills! Um, I got goosebumps from that. Too. That was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but that, like, you know, I having those like things and like knowing that he took a limo and stayed in San Diego and like would commute. Yeah. Like he loved San Diego. He didn't want to leave. And like we still had like all the right players and stuff. Honestly, living here was kind of crazy because there's so many people that are like, "Oh, you're you're a fan of the traders," and I'm like, "Oh yeah. god!" Like I like yeah. I'm like, dude, come on! It's like if my uncle moved out of state, I'm not. He's not my he's still like, my uncle. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. such a great way to put it. That is beautiful. <laughs> so like Uncle Phil, you know. <laughs> I love it. No, it's it's it, you know. It's been a roller coaster. It's definitely, it was never a question in my mind. I was going to be a Charger fan until the day I Absolutely. died. So it's kind of hard. And it's good to see fans coming back. Like we're meeting, we're, we had a couple on the podcast. Like they're coming back. It's fun to be a Charger fan right now. So it's exciting. Dude, it's the Herbie effect. The Herbie effects in play. And then no all these, all, everything that's happening right now. Yeah. It's crazy. This is Super excited. This is gonna be such a fun season. I just like I want Dude. a DeLorean to jump ahead a few months and just get started. <laughs> I can leave these couple months behind. <laughs> this is dark times right now. So dark times, can... dark times. <laughs> well, you're making it brighter. Thank you for coming on the show. Um Dude, well, for sure. let, let's get you out of here on this, my friend. Like, what are you most looking forward to this season? What what's one thing that you're like, that's it? I really want to see that. I want to go to that game. I want to see that player do this. Like, what are you most excited for? Oh, dude, I'm going to be at the Raiders game with you. Let's go. Uh, you going to the game, home opener? I'm gonna there. I'm Let's gonna go. There for sure. Yeah. Done. Done deal. Uh, so I'm going to be there. I'm going to meet you guys. I'm going to I'm a shotgun a beer with Wooly, Coach, you. Let's go. We'll, go. we'll send it. And then uh, I'm for sure going to that game. I already, like, asked for the days off. It's happening. Um, it. And, like, honestly, freak, dude. I can't believe it. Like, I'm already, bold prediction, JC Jackson, two pick sixes. It's gonna happen. Like and, I like that, <laughs> dude. I want it so bad, and I can't wait. Like Khalil Mack and Bosa are gonna eat Car alive. Yeah, dude, it's gonna be crazy. Like, what a great way to wait. start against the Raiders <laughs> and Mac going after Mac. Oh. Just after that, there's just gonna be munch. 
mascara boy. He's in trouble. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. Well, that's dude, awesome. I, We're def- we definitely got to meet it up, man. That's going to be super fun. Yeah, dude. And like, SoFi is crazy. Like, dude, I've gone like crazy. Like, I was at that game with uh, with the Giants. Yeah. Um, oh, you saw the like, throw. Dude, that's what, so this is what happened. Like, I'm, we're just like, we're, um, Herbert's making like a drive down the field and he's like going, and one of my friends, John, he's like, dude, I'm so, ha- I'm so happy we have Herbert. He's like the best. Yeah. And then the next play, the dude, he's like rolling to the side and he's <laughs> about to get tackled, throws it, hucks it. And we're like, everybody's like holding their breath. Yeah. Like, what the? At that point, I didn't even see guy in. Like, no. I was like, what the heck? And then phew, comes down with it. Right in the block. basket. Dude, bread basket. <laughs> that was that was amazing. I'm yeah, jealous you got to see that in person. Dude, I accidentally went cool. to like four games that last season. I was only supposed to go to one, and I was just got the itch. I was like, oh I got shit! It I love that, <laughs> dude. I love that. That's amazing. Well, yeah, let's dude, def- you gotta let me know when you go. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be at the Raiders game for sure. If you go to any other ones, I'll be there. That's <laughs> the wife gave me a, a little pass to go to more games than last year because the. I don't have a baby on the way, so things are going to be easier. Okay. And then we're definitely going to be there week one all together as 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 a crew. So we'll get Dude, there early. Right. Come meet us in Thunder <laughs> Alley, man. It's going to be awesome. I'm down. I'm down. It'll be sick. I've been there. It's so cool. It's so much Dude, fun. Everybody's so nice. Like, ugh. Charger, it's like both. It's like it's a family, dude. It is. Like you feel like included. And yeah. like everything, they're just like, oh, here, like, like trying to give out jello shots. Like, I was like, what the heck is going on here? It's kind of like what happened with like like my introduction to the charges like oh dude yeah <laughs> still i will put i will say that is the craziest so far the craziest story so far of becoming a charger fan so put a star on it um danny has the coolest story so far so um thank you danny it was a pleasure meeting you man and uh, we dude. really appreciate your time <laughs> thanks for having me dude for real i watch you guys you guys kill it dude thank you so much for what you guys do gets me through the week and everything dude Appreciate it's our, it. Our pleasure, man. Thank you so much for your support. And uh, we we will see you soon. Yes, we will. Let's do it. <laughs> Danny, you're telling that story. And I'm like anticipating the end to be like, and that man was Ladanian Thomas. <laughs> like something <laughs> like, or like Dean yeah, Spanos like or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Like some, like some high up guy or. And so it's still a mystery. We don't know who this guy is. Just an I like angel, this. just a charger angel. I'm a charger angel. I'm intrigued by the story. This is it's so unique. Like to somebody to go that far out of their way, spend that kind of money just to yeah. like, hey, I'm bringing you in the fold. You're gonna be yeah. a charger fan after this. Like I love that idea. I love that so oh, much. Oh yeah, super well, cool. If it was gonna happen with any fandom, it would have. It would be this fandom. Like because it, it really is just kind of a a a crazy experience going through Thunder Alley and yeah, just like the family aspect of it of like, all right, we're going to, like you said, we're going to do jello shots. Now it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. No jello shots. Yeah. yeah all right. Here we go. Yeah, like, that, the first time that we went, I had like my arm, I was like carrying like five beers from like people yeah. that just like kept handing me beers. I'm like, I can't and drink like, all take of a this. Picture and you're like, uh. <laughs> So yeah. yeah, dude, the love is awesome, and the angels are looking out for all of us. Uh, Danny, you especially. So um, thank you for coming on and chatting with Kev. That is an awesome story, and we are definitely going to be uh, going to as many games as we possibly can, including Absolutely. that home opener, because that home opener is going to be. I love the prediction at the two pick six. Two pick Come six on, man. is one game. That'd be a start to <sighs> charge career, prediction. huh? Well, that yeah. would really set the tone for the rest of the season, wouldn't it? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, gang. Well, now it's time to go on to the next segment. Ask Bolt Fam. Let's not pussyfoot around. Let's get into it. <laughs> time to put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> guys. Don't jam a thumb up his butthole. That's what you do. I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Okay, love you, boy. All right. So we start off Ask Bolt Fam with Mario Vences, oh, who asked the question. Since y'all weren't able to give up pizza for a freaking Super Bowl. My question has got to be, what is your favorite pizza and toppings? Papa John's pepperoni and crack? No, but all jokes aside, what is your favorite memory of each other or with your dad? K love you. Oh, yeah. And f*** the Raiders. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's, there's a lot of questions in here. I like this. Um, well, yeah. So favorite favorite pizza and toppings. I have a weird pool. I lived in LA for a while. They have this place called Palermo's and they make this thing called the Pizza Rosa and it's like this garlic and tomato and it's like one of the best things I've ever had mm. pizza-wise. So I, mm. I'll go with that. It's a weird pool, but I think it's in... Uh, where is it? It's in North like North Hall, North Hollywood, I think. So okay, that's nice. How about you, there, Cal? Favorite pizza? I don't know. It's too hard. I like all. I'm, I'm a big margarita pizza guy. Mm. I can get down on some margarita pizza. Nice. Um, but honestly, I like. I really like barbecue chicken pizza too. Oh yeah. Which CPK I don't know if the purist, I don't know if the purist will accept that answer, but yeah, those are. I think those are two two at the top. Definitely. What about you? Yeah, Kevin said it. CPK. I love CPK. I love so going good. to the California Pizza so Kitchen. And I, they don't have it up here. Like they don't have California Pizza Kitchen up here. You would think that California Pizza Kitchen would go places outside of California. It's not stick it's not with the, the Idaho Pizza Kitchen. They don't do no. it up there. No, they don't. Just we do potato have, pizza. We do have potato Idaho pizza, pizza but. Uh, Made from it's potatoes. just not the same. It's, yeah, it's a lot french of potatoes. It's <laughs> a lot of french fries. <laughs> uh, yeah, CPK is definitely the best. And I'm all about the meats. Give me the meats. Give me the pep. The bacon. <laughs> Who's got the meat? The sausage. Got- me, pep. Bulldog. He's got the meats. Um, all right. And then favorite memories of each other or with your dad? Hmm. That's a good one. I I think this last year, me, Kev, and my dad had like a boys' trip to Vegas, and we went and watched hmm. basketball. That was that was really really fun. I think that was the trip a, we found out about Khalil memory, Mack, yeah. and we like lost yeah. our minds with yeah. our dad. Like that was oh, there. You go extra yeah. special. Yeah. yeah, it was fun just hanging out with dad, chatting, and watching basketball. It was good. Awesome. Yeah. It's like those bonding moments you don't like when you get older, you get so separated with your families and there's so much going on to like get together without all the extra stuff around, like yeah. all our accessories. It's kind of, it's kind of a cool thing. <laughs> Children are, <laughs> and wives are accessories. Are accessories. <laughs> oh no, I'm in trouble. You're dead. Man, you just can't not shoot yourself <laughs> right in the face. Keep digging. Keep digging. Shit. Uh, uh, digging. <laughs> Uh, I can't think of like a favorite memory, but I can absolutely with clarity remember wanting to go see Gremlins 2 at the theater. And I'd not seen Gremlins 1. I'd just seen like the trailer for Gremlins 2 and I was like, that looks funny. And I remember going to the theater with my dad to go see Gremlins 2 and 
we only got about like partway through and I was like, <laughs> dad, I'm too scared. Like, it <laughs> Get me scared out of here. Me so bad. Like just seeing the gremlins like creeping around and like getting like close to people, but like not touching or anything and rewatching it. Gremlins too is like so not scary. Like it is like probably one no, of the funniest movies ever. Yeah. Um, and I was so scared and we went to go and he was like, all right, fine. And we'll, we'll leave. And we went to go see like the Flintstones meet the Jetsons or something like that was yeah. going at the same Gotta time. Cleanse the palate a little bit. I was bit. like, ah, I got in there. I was like, this is better. This is my kind of movie. Dad. Thank you. It's, um, it's so funny. You say that. Cause my dad, I don't know if he did this for you, Kyle, but he definitely did this for me. Maybe it was a, like a firstborn kind of like, you know, Still working out how to really parent. Like, I'm just going to try this out. <laughs> We're going to wing it on the first one. We'll so know like, by a second. <laughs> I, had, I had a lot of dentist appointments when I was at school from, like, <laughs> elementary through basically middle school, where my dad would, like, every other week come pick me up for a dentist appointment, and we'd go to the movies. And then he'd drop <laughs> me back off at school. And I saw some, like, I think the reason why I make movies is because of my dad, because he would take me to see everything. Like, the nothing was off limits. It was just like, all right, close your eyes. All right, it's back on. You know, there's crazy <laughs> shits happening, explosions, nut stuff. So that I vividly remind my remember my dad doing that for me, and I plan on keeping that tradition alive. Nice. Yes. Good. So good don't man. tell my wife because she's she heard that story. She's like, You're not doing that. Like, yeah. Yes, well, I am. If she listened this far, I think you've got bigger things to worry about. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, <laughs> you got bigger fish to fry. I got some paperwork coming my Mondays. way. That's right. Uh Mario, thank you for asking the question there, buddy. Let's move it on now to Tony, who asked the question. Certified fresh. Do you guys eat the glizzy with or without the buns? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let me preface this, folks, because I had to do a Google search myself. Apparently, Glizzy is a hot dog on the East Coast. That's uh, that's their slang for it. But I've heard it's also a slang for a gun. So if it's slang for anything other than a hot dog... I'm 38. I can't keep up with all the slang. Like I just, I rely on Google to tell me if something's gross or not. So yeah, he started listening to music back, you know, late nineties. He hasn't listened to anything since. I swear to God, you're not far off. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, All right. So glizzy with or without the buns. What are you guys a bun guys or big bun guy? Big bun guy. Big bun guy. Yeah. Yeah. Give me the buns. The buns that cannot lie. That's um, right. <laughs> these other brothers can't <laughs> deny that I also like the buns. But I did have, I went to a German beer garden this last couple, like four or five days ago. It was really good. Nice beer. Mm-hmm. But they give you like, there's sausages, the German way. Sure. There's yeah. Something to be said for just some mustard, cutting into a glizzy, you know, <laughs> dipping, dip, dipping, and then eating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kevin goes Man, both I really ways. This, I really hope this means something other than hot dog. We're, we're just, about we're we're, we're just, walking into something terrible. Yeah. We're just so inappropriately talking about something right yeah. now. <laughs> oh, that would be really good. I well. hope so. I hope I find out about it uh, <laughs> later on in the comments. But uh, Tony, thank you Tony. for asking the question. Maybe, <laughs> maybe thank you. Maybe, <laughs> maybe thank you. you. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. We'll find out later. But uh, let's move it on now to Tom Telesco's burner account, who asked the question. I honestly love you guys and the Chargers so much, man, that I rewatch episodes sometimes. 
<laughs> you guys are so great for the charter community, man. Like, who do you guys think will have more receiving yards at the end of the season, brothers? Palmer, Guyton, or Everett? Also, I saw Van Noy taking first team reps at inside backer, man. Oh, he wanted a fucking oh, bong rip. God damn it. Rip the bong with that guy. That'd be yeah. funny. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. No, pick it up. <laughs> no, do it. Do it. Yes. He's doing it. He's doing it. I was like, pray for that, man. <laughs> no, it is a damn right tackle. F*** the Raiders and Derek Carr and that screaming linebacker. Also, Craig is killing it, and I'm getting deep on Charger history, man. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, Tom Telesco's burner account, I... I I only saw the bong rip partway through and I was like, oh shit, he wanted, he probably wanted to commit to that character. You went yeah. full, Tommy Chong full or something send. Like that. You but, went full uh, send. There was no going back. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. First of all, thank you for the thank kind you, words. That was you, very thank nice you. of you to say very that. Very kind of you. Um, and then who do we think is going to get more receiving yards, Palmer, Guyton, or Everett? I think Everett. I think Everett's going to have a lot of yards this year. I think he's going to have a big season. I think a lot of it, though, is going to be like clutch first downs and touchdowns. I don't know if it's going to be mass yardage. Mm. Um, I think Palmer could could go for a, a big season. It, it, that's a tough question, though, because Everett has guaranteed targets, I think. Mm. Being he's tight in one. one. Tight in one versus and wide Palmer receiver and three. Palmer are kind of fighting over that three spot, so yeah. you're going to lose quite a few reps. So yeah, I, I guess I'll go with Everett as well. But I think Palmer has potential to really take possession of that that position but we'll mm-hmm. see. yeah honestly like i it, it never really even occurred to me that everett would be getting that many targets but the more that you guys talked about it the more highlights i saw of him and and his ability to just get open like i could see i i could absolutely see him getting more receiving yards i think you're going to see some maybe some really i think it'll be clutch plays from palmer and guyton in the way that like you know they've been throwing it to all of these guys for the better part of the game that like let's get one to palmer let's get one to guyton because they're blocking everybody else but i think everett's going to be that guy man i think he's going to get it well i think Um, last year too like you know justin wanted to throw the ball to cook cook just didn't want to catch the ball that was the problem with that relationship. No, I don't, don't want, want it. it. <laughs> I think Everett wants it and can catch it. So yes. I think he'll have a lot of yards and be... Uh, I'm drafting him for sure on my fantasy team this, this coming year. 100%. Absolutely. I'm going I'm yeah. to reach, reach for him a little earlier than I probably should. But you know what? That's what makes me... I'm probably not as terrible as, fantasy as Adam's going to reach for him. <laughs> Adam After this conversation, I just shot myself in the foot. One step ahead of you, but... <laughs> Round two. One step ahead of us. Players, just deal with it. Um, And yeah, (laughs) good to see. Good to see Van Noy getting first team reps. uh, Yeah, for the inside back position. Yeah, I think there there was a lot of noise about who was um, kind of starting at that mini camp when they were going eleven on eleven. Because a lot of the guys that we expect to be number ones were not playing. Mike Davis wasn't playing. Jerry Tillery wasn't playing. Drew Tranquil wasn't it the ones they had Calvinoy out there, and I I think that it's getting the new guys reps. Mm. Um, I think Coach knows what he has from those guys, and he's wanting to get. You only have a two day mini camp, 
you got to get these guys rolling, get them some reps. Sure, yeah, um, yeah. Get them start moving. So I'm not reading too far into it as far as who's not starting. I don't think Drew Trinkle's lost a spot. I think Kyle Vanoy is going to have to do a lot of things. So you need to get him as many reps as you can at every position. Uh, and I think that's that's what the result was, as you saw him um, getting reps with the ones in mini camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, we knew that that was going to happen. That's why you draft him because he's vers- or not drafted. That's why you pick him up in free agency because he's so versatile. Right. Um, so yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to watch what what they do with a like you have this Derwin James Swiss Army knife DB and then you have Kyle Vanoy kind of the Swiss Army knife down in the trenches. So mm-hmm. um, it's it, it honestly it's a lot for a, for a defensive coordinator. Um, as fans, we're like, oh great, these guys can do so many things. As a coordinator, you got to put them in the right spots. You have to make sure that they're up to like up up to it to be able to pick up all this information and go execute because a guy that can do three things at 70% is not as good as a guy that can do one thing 100%, right? Mm So it's going to take a lot of work for Kyle to be ready to rock and roll because he's the only guy that doesn't have significant um, time spent in the system as as far as free agents that we've picked up. Hmm. Excellent point. So there you go, Tommy T's burner account. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Wade Mix. Certified Fresh. Who asked the question? I would like to know which offseason edition will have the biggest impact in your opinion. Yeah, I'll go first. I think Khalil Mack. I just see. Not only is he a pass rusher, but he's Joey Bosa as far as defending the run. High five. There it I is. Like. <laughs> it's just, it has a, it's a guy that sets, that could set that edge, right? So if you have, if you're confident that you have those edges set, it now makes the box a lot easier to defend for your linebackers and interior defensive linemen. Now, more specifically for your linebackers, especially with us having guys that still have a lot to prove in Kenneth Murray um, and Drew Tranquil, who is who is solid, but I think it has to take that next step as well to become the guy in the NFL level. Um, for them, it becomes a lot easier. There's less ground to have to cover against the run. If you can set the edge, say the ball's on in the middle of the field. If you can set the edge just outside the hash, it's just a better angle for your linebackers to be able to come downhill. Now, if you set the edge, but you're out at the numbers, that's a lot of distance for a linebacker to cover and a big open gap for a running back to be able to cut up into. So setting the edge is not just, oh, I'm the last guy out here. It's no, I'm going to set the edge as close to the, the center as possible so that that running back has tiny gaps to try to fill. And if he tries to bounce outside, I'm there because I set the edge. If he's still trying to go out there, I'm I'm right there to make the play. So I think Khalil Mack um, is sneaky. Um, it's going to be like a sneaky, wow, the run defense has gotten so much better. And Sebastian Joseph Day, uh, Austin Johnson, those guys that we picked up are going to have a big impact. But being able to set that edge is so crucial in any defensive run game. Well, that was... Quite Coach's the corner. <laughs> yeah, Coach's corner esque. No, it was very good. I mean, we're gearing up for the season, boys. Coach <laughs> Kyle's getting back in form. I like yeah. it a lot. But I just like questions that that I don't know. I sometimes it just comes. So I, I think it's great because I know I'm just going to be like I like this guy because he's good. <laughs> Football. <laughs> Football. I mean, do you have a different opinion there, Kev? Kind of overwhelmed. Um, hashes <laughs> are also cool. numbers. Um, I like gaps. to set the edge on um, my family's budget. I guess I want don't want to go outside um, the numbers. Outside the numbers, gotta yeah. gotta keep it inside the numbers. <laughs> there you go. Uh, no, but I, yeah, <laughs> I, I have nothing. Yeah, 
I great, mean, great I, answer, Kyle. Cleo Mack. Right. Cleo Mack. Fantastic answer. I, I did I, high five you, so I think that was my answer, right? There yeah, you go. yeah, yeah, yeah. High five. Um, I, I absolutely think Cleo Mack is honestly probably going to be that. But I think the J.C. Jackson signing, I think we're going to see the identity of this defense change to be the ball hawk defense, the defense that gets the interceptions, that gets those turnovers. And obviously, Khalil Mack is going to be a huge contribution to that by setting that edge, like you said. And I think having a guy like Mr. Interception uh, waiting there in the secondary uh, is going to really show people that this is that type of a defense. I feel like all of these guys, I think we're going to have, I, I think we're going to have the most interceptions out of any other team. I think we're going to be those people at the top. And I think that's going to really change the identity of what the chargers have been uh, for the defense in previous seasons. So exciting. I'll say JC Jackson just to be something different, but I absolutely think Khalil Mack is probably going to be that most impactful one. So if he can stay healthy, he's going to be a huge, huge, it's going to be, it's going to be wild. In so many so. ways. He's not just going to get sacks. He's going to do the stuff Kyle's talking about, the hidden things that you're not really fully paying attention to. Mm-hmm. It's going to be huge. Me specifically, because I don't pay attention. But uh, Wade Mix, thank Football. you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Kyle T, who asked the question. Well, it looks like we're approaching the dark times where football news and content become scarce. Could you gentlemen recommend any good books for Charger fans to read during these times? Well, <laughs> I know I got the wrong guy. <laughs> That's a Mike Maudlin question because he yeah. he really has his just uh, general books his, or Charger related books. I guess just general I think books. Just general books, yeah. Any like people say, have you seen any good movies? Have you read any good books? Yeah. I'm a fan of the Bible. I read that quite a bit. I don't sure. read. I don't read books, so I, I got nothing, Kyle T. <laughs> I I got one. I list. I I did an audio book on. I mentioned last time. I've been rabbit. Do you hole. consider that reading? <clears throat> well, it's a book. It's I'm just ingesting it differently. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a book. I mean, you said right. recommend any good books. Hey, if you want to listen yeah. to it or read it with your eyes, whatever. He didn't say if you read any good books. If he said that, then I would, I'd would i be with okay. you there, Kyle. Alright, what did you listen it's, to? It's again? called <laughs> Shut up. It's called uh, Leave the Gun, Take the Cannoli. It's oh, all, there you go. It's all yeah. about the making of The Godfather, and I'm still yeah. on a rabbit hole deep dive Boy, on you that. Are, yeah, you did. I know in, more dude. about The Godfather than I think. Francis will know. <laughs> I've watched a lot. I was just like, I don't know. I get have this weird personality where if I find something interesting, I just, I, it's three, really four do. weeks. I just try and get as much information on it as possible. So yeah. that's, that's fun. It's not Charger related at all, but if you like how movies are made, it's really good. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I really should read more books. I, I think, uh, <laughs> you know, I read a lot more like graphic novels than <laughs> books, which is code for comics. Uh, for those that aren't aware, but uh, I mean, I'm looking at my bookshelf. You know, Mouse Tales, the behind the ears look at Disneyland. There's a few interesting sure. books in that regard that kind of talk about some of the behind the scenes stuff that happened at Disneyland, which is fascinating to me because I love Disneyland and I love hearing the history and re- or reading the history, I should say, yeah, about Disneyland. But yeah, um, it's probably not the best book to recommend, but uh, there you go. Kyle As you T. can tell, we're mo- not much of readers. You're right. We've got better. We're better on movie questions. Than yeah, we are on book movie questions, recommendations. So. I got you, bro. We've got those. We've got those for days. But 
We appreciate the question anyway, Kyle. Thank you for asking it. Let's move it on now to Cerberus21, who asked the question. Happy Tuesday, everyone. It has come to my attention that I may be a tad bit negative and inviting bad juju when I ask questions like, would you trade Herbert or would you want a Super Bowl if it meant Herbert suffering career-ending injuries? So in honor of Father's Day and celebrating Daddy Herbert, my question <laughs> will now be shamelessly positive and uplifting from now on. Hey! Hey! Although yeah, if like you it. get questions that make you uncomfy from time to time, just know it's because seven months of off-season <laughs> does horrible things to a football-loving man. <laughs> Anywho, if you had to leave your kids with one player on the team <laughs> for two weeks, who would it be? Oh, and Wooldog, would you pick... Who would you pick as your cat sitter? <laughs> I'd ask Kevin who he'd leave his cats with, but we all know he'd just keep them locked up in his dungeon with the minimum amount of food and water. Oh, Have God. a great week, Bolt fam. Oh, my God. These people know so much about us. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. <laughs> I will Shit. I will agree with you that the off season is long and it does play tricks on you. It's almost like the shining when you're just it, all yeah. working yeah. no play it makes all fans Kai scared. Dull boy. Yeah. Yeah, even with the amount of moves that we've made this off season, it's still <sighs> your mind just wanders. Your mind yeah. still wanders. So you just gotta fight. You gotta fight those thoughts off. Just not let them inside. Yeah. Yeah. Um all right, so if you... A great question. Had to you leave your kids a with a one player on the team for two weeks, who would it be? One player. Like, I want my kids to have a good time. Like, I, And I don't necessarily need them to be, like, <laughs> helicopter-parented or, like... They're not here for a long time. They're here two for weeks. They're here for a good time. Yeah, summer um, camp. <laughs> we were at the pool today. <laughs> this is a great story. We were at the pool today, and my oldest son was like playing with these new kids at the pool, and their the the other kid's mom was like, uh, "Don't don't jump uh, and do dives without your like rash guard on, because you'll get a red red belly if you do that." And Stellan looked at me. He's like, "Can I do it without the rash guard?" I'm like, dude, belly flop. You better belly flop right now. <laughs> Make your old man proud. Be a man. And does, you're gonna get hurt, but you're gonna learn something from it. So I need somebody on this team that might hurt, get them hurt in some way, but it's not season-ending injury, mm, yeah. and they'll learn something from it. There you mm. go. So what's your answer? So the answer is... <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like an Play offensive lineman, maybe Filer. Like mm. just some like mm. Scandinavian Viking energy. Yeah, like I'm sure they could like got... toss some like, you know, tree logs or, uh, um, you know, you know, <laughs> I don't know what what do Vikings do, but something Viking esque. I feel like they'd come back much rape much, and pillage. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, wow. That's pretty yeah. much what hey. Vikings do. Yeah, 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 yeah. sure, yeah. Okay. So yeah. you can just leave your accessories. <laughs> they'll the come. Viking. They'll come back with a new skill. Um, but um, <laughs> oh god, yeah. So oh yeah, god. Viking Viking energy from Filer okay. would be great. Yeah, Filer, make all them right. make them make them stronger men Filer. than I'll ever be all able right. to do. <laughs> all right, well, Doug, who's your cat sitter? Um, I, I think the go-to. Yeah, no, not you. 
<laughs> oh, the thing no. is, I'm not abusive to my cat. Oh, no. Right. He's I can't just, abuse him if he sits in the dark. He's just, <laughs> no, he's got a cat apartment. He's got all kinds of fun things to do. He's just an asshole. I know. And he swipes at my kids. I know. So you stay in there. You're not watching my kids. <laughs> um, I would I would probably lean towards, just because of how much he loves puppies, I would say Chris Rumpf would be my, mm-hmm. be a, my cat sitter. Yeah. That's, that's a good, that's a good, good call. Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, I mean, now this is me hoping that he's not, you know, just a dog lover and a cat hater. I mean, obviously that wouldn't be the move. True. So yeah. it's hard to say, but based on his, he brings his dog over to watch your cat. Uh-oh. Mm, that would be, <laughs> well, <laughs> that probably wouldn't be too bad. They'd probably just stay hiding for the entire two <laughs> weeks. I but, don't know. Uh, Chris is probably getting ready for a season where he's going after things. And sure. I think your dog kind of feeds off your energy. So I think your cat would be fucked. Well, it's possible. So I, I, it's hard to say. Chris just seems like a good it's guy, to too. Say. It's hard to say. I mean, I, well, because we uh, haven't seen that. They, they haven't had cat day. We're all about puppy day, right. but we haven't had kitten day yet or anything like that. So true. if Chargers could have kitten day, then I would have a better knowledge of who would be best to take care true. of my cats. But. Uh, so I'm going to say Chris Rumpf, but it may be the wrong move. I can't say for sure. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. tell. Uh, uh, uh. And who would you leave your kids with there, coach? I don't know. It's kind of hard. I, I, I don't know. I really don't. I would like them to be with someone <laughs> a little more character than Kevin would leave his kids with. <laughs> My kids are gonna come out a little less rape and back. pillage in the uh, in the agenda. <laughs> yeah, a little less I hope that's not the first thing they learn. I'm sure there's a lot of other things they'll learn from him. All right, boys, we're gonna learn about <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Uncle okay. Filer's gonna teach you. <laughs> oh God! Stop. All right, all right, I'll, I'll get us out of here. Um, I would go with Chase Daniel because we oh, have there you kids go. that are that's similar great. to mine. Yeah. He he's obviously figured out this world and how to have the best job on planet Earth. Oh yeah. And so if Paxton could pick up on some of those qualities and traits, that'd be great. Great answer. Love that. All right. Cerberus oh, 21. <laughs> Thank you for the great question. That's <laughs> uh, pretty much what Vikings do. Sorry. Why did they have other attributes? <laughs> Let's move it on now to House of Hain. Who asked the question? Baldur's Day to the boat fam. The Raiders as always. Sorry I've been missing the last few weeks. Kid crap runs my life. Now that school is out, I want to run away. (laughs) What are the must-win games outside of the division? Because we will sweep the West. Must-win games outside the division? I leave that up to coach because, I mean, to me, it's just like, well... Obviously, we want to beat the 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 reigning Super Bowl champs. So that feels like I would like to see that win, but I don't know if that's necessarily a must win. Like a, we got to win could, this one. It feels like a must win for Does the it? fight for LA a little bit. I guess like if, yeah, if, that's if we're going to be the team that you know could go and win it, you need to beat the team that just did it. Sure, that that would be. It feels like a must win. I kind of want the must win to be the 49er game because I want Joey to be better than his little brother. Mm, that's kind of what yeah, I'm yeah. pulling for. I can see that. Yeah. Are we are we talking out of the AFC West or are we talking out of the AFC in general? I would say out of the AFC West. Okay. Because he says okay, we'll so, sweep the West. So I think just right. out of that AFC West division. 
Yeah, to me, I always the must wins to me are the team are the games that you're supposed to win. You know, like there's several on here that should be Jacksonville pretty easy Ws. Mm-hmm. You know, like but that's just looking at the schedule. It doesn't always go that way. We we went through that with the Texans last year, right? Sure. Right. So looking at the schedule, the must wins are the games that they're just bad. They're not very good teams that you got to beat them, like the Jaguars, the Texans, the Falcons, who now don't, don't have, have a quarterback. quarterback. Yeah. You know, it's like these teams that these should be the weeks that we kind of roll. The Browns, we have them early enough that they probably won't have a quarterback either. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the, to me, the must wins outside of the AFC West. Are the Like, yeah, I want to beat the Rams for sure. But is that a must win for right. us to make the playoffs? I don't think so. You got to win those games against teams that are fi- under 500 to make the playoffs. You just you can't lose those because all the other games are going to be so competitive. So, right. Um, those are the kind of the ones that I have circled. It's like, yeah, you got to win those because those are just the ones you're supposed to win. Excellent. Great point. Uh, House of Hain, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Carl Bolingtoft. Bolingtoft. <laughs> Who asked the question. So, can you like <laughs> choose your ideal trio of QB, wide receiver, and running back? Using any fictional characters from movies and or TV shows? And then who would you choose in defense to stop them? This is tough. This is we, good. We're gonna, this is going to take us a long time to answer if we don't split this up. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm, okay, I got, I, got, I got running back and wide receiver. Okay. Let's, go. Yeah, uh, go. Johnny, Johnny Utah, uh, point break, is my all-time favorite quarterback in any movie ever made, even though he barely plays football in that movie. Okay. Um, Wide receiver, Rod Tidwell, show me the money from Jerry Maguire. He is our wide receiver uh, that Johnny Utah is going to throw to. All right. And I will leave the running backs to you guys. I have a very good one for defense. Well, I thought you said running back and wide receiver. I said quarterback and Oh, quarterback. Receiver. Okay. Um, quarter or running back. I don't know. How about the Roadrunner from Looney Tunes? I, I was just that, about to say. Thank you. Pretty fast. Thank you. Yeah, we're we're on the I same page. Scatty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or yeah, Sonic. Yeah. He kind of goes into a ball. Oh, you can't. Sonic. You can't, ta- good. Yeah, can't tackle, tackle a ball. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, well, I, I feel like we have Sonic. to rethink our quarterback and wide receiver if we're going. I thought we were going more There's like. Got to be better options. Sports of the all, but any no, fictional this, characters from movies or TV shows. Fictional characters. Yeah. Oh, this, I mean, you Godzilla went outside the box. So this idea of trying step to step and he's in the answer. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of answering this question went from hard to nearly impossible with this new yeah. uh, this new caveat. Sure, sure, sure. Well, that's all the I, fun sure, of sure, it sure. all. <laughs> well, I don't care who you put on on defense. Bobby Boucher is on that on that defense. <laughs> Bobby Boucher, yeah, he's on that defense from the he's water the team boy. captain. Yeah, he's on there. He's on there. Water sucks. It really, really sucks. Mm-hmm. And Lattimore from the program. And Lattimore from the program. That is a perfect <laughs> answer. <laughs> He's all juiced up. <laughs> yeah, juiced up Lattimore. I don't want the I don't want the clean one. Not juiced clean. up Lattimore and Bobby Boucher yeah. versus yeah. Yeah. versus I Sonic. Versus Sonic. Johnny, Johnny Utah. Utah. <laughs> that's a, that's a oh, wild. We're all over the place. Wild, I like it. Definitely not the best answer, but that's no. our answer. That's, that's fine. Yeah. Hey, hey, if you got a better one, put it down in the comments below. We may not be the best podcast, but we're a podcast. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button. (laughs) Smash it. (laughs) Carl, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on on now 
to Pink Unicorn, who asked the question. Uh, so what do you guys think is more likely? Defense has multiple games allowing zero points, or offense has multiple games scoring over 50? Happy belated Father's Day. Kill love you. Bye. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you, Pink. Um, Pink Unicorn. All right. So more likely zero points, defense allowing. We're playing a a lot of good offenses. So I think the 50 burger is probably going to be more likely than shutouts. Has Justin had a 50 burger yet? Yeah. Didn't he? No. We're, he was yeah. close. The, the, the Browns <laughs> well, yeah, game the you book. went to, the Browns game and the Steelers. I think that was only 40 something. I don't think that got to 50. Let's see. Chargers. The Browns and the Steelers games were dangerously close to 50 burgers. Add 41. 42, 47. So the 47. So he hasn't had a 50 burger Got yet. close, yeah. Yeah, he hasn't had a 50 burger yet. So, so all right. Defensive-minded coach. I'm going to guess probably I'm going to flip the answer. I'm going to go with uh, with some shutouts <laughs> because if we get to the point where our defense is playing just decent, we're not, we're just going to run the ball. We're not going to try have to put up 50 burger. Mm-hmm. So I think the defense is more likely to have a couple shutouts than for 50 burgers. I could see I the logic in that. Yeah. Does Kyle feel That's differently though? That's He's, a good question. That's tough because a shutout in the NFL is just so unheard of. So hard. And with what we're going to do, what I believe we're going to do on offense with the consistency that we have now, I could see a 50 burger, at least one. And I don't know if you're going to, you don't, you don't always get one shutout every single season in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think, I think I'll, I'll take the over on the 50 instead of the zero, the shutout. Mm-hmm. Couple shutouts would be cool, maybe one or two. Uh, either, yeah. If this, if we get one way, shutout or one fifty-point game, that's huge. That's, that's amazing. Huge. Yeah, yeah. So, so, what if it's the same game, fifty to zero? <laughs> that would against be the Raiders. Week, week one, one, we're there. <laughs> Bolt prediction. That would Suck be it, Raiders. That would be insane. Um, man, yeah, it's hard to say which one it would be. I. I kind of want to say the the fifty burger only, it, and because of the defense, the defense being so good, they're going to keep getting the ball back to Herbert, even if he's running it, even if it's Austin running it. I think it's going to we're just going to score more points because I think it that's we've talked about other teams bolstering their offense. There's not many teams that have bolstered but, their defense in the same way that the Chargers have. So look, look at the way we, our offense play, though. Those games that we got close to fifty, what did the other team have? Oh, for sure, absolutely. That's yeah. why I think it's not very realistic because I don't think there's going to be any teams putting forty on this defense. That's why I, I, I say that either this, one of these the are necessarily eggs. realistic. I just getting... think the goose egg makes more sense. Sure, I, I can, I can hundred percent see it going either way. Kevin reads books. Adam, I, he he reads them. I listen to with books, his ears. Kyle. <laughs> it's a book. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, there you go, Pink Unicorn. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Emergency Slice Seven Two Seven Zero. Certified Fresh. Who asked the question? Can you go through the schedule and see what is a win realistically with injuries? Will coach be still aggressive on fourth down? That 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 first question's a little hard to say, like with injuries, like who's injured? Who yeah, are we you talking gotta, you gotta about? be a little more specific. I think if you're I don't, I don't want to talk about injuries at this point though. So it's 
I think if you if you were well, to say just, in general, what what is in a realistic win when you if you lose a few assuming guys, assuming that there will be injuries, which there will be, that's just inevitable. I think we're a twelve win team. I think that's yeah. the floor. I think we're a thirteen win team, but I think to kind of answer the question, I think it's like you said, Kyle, like the the teams that are the lesser, the ones that are the less than five hundred. Like I think with injuries those should be the ones that we should realistically win. I mean, it might be more challenging with the injuries, depending on who it is that is injured, but I think that would be the answer. So teams like the Jaguars or the Browns without a, without a quarterback or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Does that make I, sense? Yeah. I think, I think, yeah, I think we're a 13 win team. Yeah. I think we're, there's going to be some injuries and you're going to drop a game here or there. Sure. Um, yeah. So I think, I think 13, 13 and four is, is the realistic outlook. And, and I, I like the question of will coach continue to be aggressive on fourth down? A lot of people are like, yeah, that's just his identity. That's just who he is. The, the, I just don't know. I think that he did it out of what he knew his defense was capable of. He didn't want to put the game in his defense's hands, mm-hmm. which made sense because if anyone knew what quality our defense was, it was our head coach and defensive guru, right? Mm-hmm. He knew, look, if we give them the ball back too much, my defense can't hold up. So I'm going to be ultra aggressive on offense out of necessity. And that that may not be the case, but I think that there's some some truth to that, that he had to be more aggressive on offense because he didn't trust the defense to be able to hold. Now, is that the case still this year? It may just be his identity and he's going to continue to do it. But I, I do think that he has a little bit more confidence and hey, I'm not going to go for it on fourth and seven at my own 35 this year. Sure, that was sure. last year because we had to. Now, I still think there will be times where he goes for it. Sure. Right. Uh, I don't think we're going to be the team that never goes for it on fourth down. But I think that last year there was there was some situations that were outliers because of our defense um, that this year isn't going to be the case. I think it makes a lot of sense. I yeah. I think... I, you could, I think you could argue it both ways, but I think what you're saying probably makes the most sense that it it was more of a necessity than anything else. But also looking at, you know, him going into a second season, Justin Herbert going into a second season, almost the whole offense, minus a few players going into the yeah. second season, having had that kind of pressure being put on them and executing, you know, for the the better part of it. I honestly don't have the stat in front of me, so I don't know if it was if we were on the positive or negative side of it but i feel like with all those fourth downs attempts that we went for we we made it more often than we didn't so whether it would still be aggressive i mean maybe that's the word that it focuses on and i'd say it's it definitely will still happen but whether it'll be aggressive i think kyle makes a good point that it probably won't be i just think the extremeness of some of those calls like the really long yardage to get a fourth down and you know on our side of the field May not be there as much, but I think if you're within five yards and it's fourth down, it's still going to, he's going to go for it. It, it, Mm -hmm. The confidence that he gave the offense by doing that and the way Justin just thrived on that. You look at the end of the, you look at that last game against the Raiders. Granted, we didn't win that game, but look what he did on fourth down that whole drive. Like he was, he he prepared him for that drive. Like the whole season was a lead up to that drive and he, did what he did, which was absolutely insane. So it's still there. I just don't think it will be as extreme as it was last season. I mean, hopefully the offense has gotten better to the point that we really shouldn't have to go for it on fourth down that frequently. Like hopefully it's more just 
we truck it down the field and and we and we get it in. There's not a necessity to go for it on fourth down. Sure. Um, we'll have to wait and see. But uh, emergency slice seven two seven zero. Thank you for asking the question. Thank you. Let's moving on now to CD. Who asked the question? Well, let's just say Philip Rivers got a wild hair up his ass and went kind of wild in his first year of college. He's out there drinking and having a blast, and he meets a girl from Oregon. Wow. (laughs) They're talking and hanging out. You know, they hit it off and have a one-night stand. Wow. They then uh, go separate ways, and Phil gets married and lives his life, and she goes back to Oregon. You know, she later finds out she's pregnant. The boy to come is the one and only Justin, what could (laughs) be Rivers. I mean, she never says a word, but Phil always has a hunch, which is why they have had very little conversations between the two of them. Wow. I mean, wow. It's almost like the timeline at which I researched this adds up. Wow. 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 I don't f-ing know, man. It's the off season. Lol. <laughs> um, all right. So CD threw out a, a made for TV movie about Justin Herbert being Phil's illegitimate son. <laughs> I guess I don't know. <laughs> it's like Hercules. He's part guide. Bless my loss. Bless my soul. Herb was on a roll. <laughs> um, yeah. This, I mean, I like but the hypothetical. That, it's it's a good hypothetical. It's, it's a wild I, ride. It really is. It's uh, you know, it's, <laughs> it really is. Wild toads. What is it? The wild toads. Wild ride. Not Mr. wild toads. toads wild Mr. Toads, toads, toads wild ride, wild ride of a. Yeah, it makes sense. You know. Um, it, hey, if the dates check, dates hey. check. If the shoe fit. I'm not, but that would. Know. I mean, that would mean that Phil was. Slunted up and saw a gun. Yeah, yeah, that would be. Yeah. That would be unlike Phil. Justin I think Rivers. That's where, yeah, I think that's where the hitch happens. I could, I could see it making sense, but I just don't see Phil being that kind of guy. Now, if you told me Ryan Leaf, I'd believe it. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Easy. You tell me this was a Viking? Makes sense. <laughs> but... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the saint that is Philip Rivers? <laughs> the saint that is Philip Rivers, I can't imagine <laughs> ever, no. ever doing that. So. No. But I love hey, the hypothetical connection. Love the hypothetical, and you're right. It's the off season. We're we're grasping at straws for entertainment, and thank you for bringing it. We're gonna need CD. a couple more weeks of this, so keep them coming. Right? Yeah. Hey, it's happening whether we like it or not. Let's move yep. it on now to C. Sauer, who asked the question. If first, real quick, uh, non-football question: What do you guys think of Drake's new EDM house album? Hmm? Uh, second. How do you suspect Spiller will be utilized? Downhill back to get tough yarns in third and short situations or as short angle options? Okay, love you, bye. I'm not all the right. person to ask about this at hey, all. Kev said I haven't what, heard Drake's new music new album? since the year 2000, it. so yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chumba Wumba was, what year was that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um I, I I haven't had a chance to listen to it, but I have seen that there has been some pretty strong back and forth on Twitter because I mean a lot of the people that I follow have listened to this 
And there seems to be some very strong opinions. The one I hear, one way or the other. I don't. I haven't listened to, it, but the one I hear, I heard a lot is, it's so good you just don't understand it. Mm. That's the one I keep hearing. I don't know what that it means. Transcends. Yeah. I, what does that even mean? In like five years, <laughs> it'll be a masterpiece. But right now, it's, it's so sucks good ass. it sucks. Yeah. That's basically what you said to yeah. me. Yeah. It's like it's movies so good, that you don't are get it. so you, bad, you it's it. good. It's you know? so much art in this. You don't understand. If you don't understand yeah. it, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you don't like this, it's because you're It's dumb. your fault. It's your fault. This yeah. is on you. Um, all right. And then the charger question. How do you think Spiller will be utilized downhill back to get tough yards in third and short situations or short and goal options? I think both of those apply. Like, that's the same type of situation, right? Mm. Short yardage in the goal line, short yardage on third down. Um, but you, you hope he's more than that, right? That's not why you, got, you draft the guy where you right. draft him. And the talk from... LT is not, hey, we have a giant that's just going to run for three or four yards. Mm -hmm. Sounds like Catches more of a do-it-all kind of back. Catch yeah, the ball right. out of the backfield. Um, he, he's good. He ran a lot of the zone stuff at A&M. So it's not, he's not just a power back, that F-150. So I, I, I think he will be utilized because he's more of that than Eckler is. Um, but I think you're going to see him drop dropped into the offense kind of a plug and play guy to do to do more than one thing and mm -hmm. it's it's like what you said in the past like if he's only good at these two things the the defense is gonna gonna sh shut it down they're gonna load right. the box and stop him because he, he's not multifaceted what what people are liking about him is his ability to catch the ball you know he can do a lot of different things to help this team and you know a lot of the guys we have on the roster are capable of that too so I'm just curious how this new shiny... It, right now, he's a new shiny toy. Um, mm -hmm. We got to see how that works out because there's still guys on the roster that have been here for a year and know the scheme probably a little better. So I'm excited to see, though. Absolutely. All right, C. Sauer, thank you for asking the question. Moving on to Danny Lags, who asked the question. Hey, oh, it's me again. I have to thank you guys for making my freaking year. If and when the Chargers go to the Super Bowl, will you guys be there? And how much would you be willing to pay? $10,427 was the average ticket price last year. Or if only one could go, how would you guys decide? Holy shit. All right. I well, just, I wouldn't go. That's just too much money. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, as much as I think we'd all like to be there, taking out a loan just to go to one game would be yeah. asking yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I would be, I'm going to be somewhere having a fun Super Bowl party watching the game with you guys. That's, Absolutely. That's yeah. Be. That would be the, that would be the move. Or, you know, <laughs> the guy that spends $400 on to go jerseys, fund me. Or, a sugar mommy or sugar daddy comes out of the woodworks and is like, guys, I love you. I want to spend $40,000 to take no, you to a game. Not even sugar daddy, sugar mommy. A charger angel. Charger angel. Char oh, oh, the extreme one. version of that story. Yeah. That is charger what... God. This is what, Danny, this is what you've done. You put this into my brain that one day this could happen to me when in reality, it's not going to happen to me. But I thank you for the the little little hope that is in my brain now for this potential. All right. Well, what about this other side of the question as far as if okay, only one of us could go? Yeah. Let's say we had one sugar daddy. <laughs> he could only pay for <laughs> one. mommy. One. Or mommy. Jen Mills, I'm looking at you. Um, 
If Jen Mills had to pick one of us to go to the Super Bowl, with, <laughs> why'd you throw her name? Because <laughs> she's the queen, and she probably would get free she's the tickets. One that hooks everything up, everyone with everything. Yeah, she's she's she's, she's the, the only best. one generous enough to actually do something like that. I yeah. guess that's true. Yeah. yeah. So Jen Mills probably. I don't know. We all have what, what? What would be your sales pitch? Why, Adam? Why would you be the best person for her to take? Because if she had to pick one of you two you would both hold it against each other as brothers for the rest of your lives. I am the the easiest choice. I am the Switzerland choice. I'm the easiest mm. choice to make without angering one of the three. It's true. So angering point. one, I still think you're going to get a lot more love out of the one that you picked than any of the hate you'll get from the other <laughs> the one. The love will outweigh the hate. I love <laughs> so hard, Okay. I love so I'm a hard, hard lover. Hard lover. <laughs> like a Viking. <laughs> hard lover. Oh, God. This is the joke that just keeps on giving. Yeah. I love hard. I will <laughs> I block <love> hard. hard. <laughs> yeah, I my sales That's pitch your is pitch. <laughs> I, lo- I love I love hard. I love hard. I love so hard, hard. it hurts. Take me to this game. <laughs> Uh, well, could you could you give a better pitch, Kyle? <laughs> no, if only one of us can go, I don't want to. I don't want to be the. I don't want to be there alone. So holy I, I, shit, I, I that's what's that? What's that story where like, okay, here's the baby. You can cut it in half and both have it, or the real parent just like just take the baby because you don't want it to die. You just did that. You just took the upper, yeah, the higher road, and I'm f-ing pissed about it, Kyle. Yeah, but you love hard. I, look, <laughs> I love, love so hard. hard I'm you willing to cut that baby in half. All the babies, you cut that baby in half. I, I think hard. It's, I think it's King Solomon. I think that's the that's what it is. Solomon, that's what I'm looking but, for. Um, all right. Well, thank you for asking the divisive question, Danny. We appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, move it on now to Chris M, who asked the question. Hey, Coach. This may be a stupid question, but what would happen if you put Norton and Pipkins both on the right side? Surely together they could slow down whoever's coming enough to give the receivers plenty of time to get open or open a hole for the running back. Interesting. It's an interesting point because I remember last year, early on in the season, they brought Pipkins on as that sixth offensive lineman, and he played terribly. (laughs) They brought him in in a goal line situation. He first played jumped off the offsides, false start. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, he just was like... That's it's just a it's a weird position. What it does a lot of things. One, it, it creates more hole. You got to take another player off the field, right? So you're taking a wide receiver or a running back right. or yeah. a tight end off the field, which you don't want to do. Less weapons with more defenders is never a good thing. You also kind of tell your hand if you're taking a wide receiver off the field, you they know you're going to run the ball. So bringing in that sixth offensive lineman just does a lot of, a lot of weird weird changes. And and it also in your blocking scheme, everything gets switched up because now whoever your right tackle is, so say it's Storm Norton, and then Trey Pipkins is almost your tight end. Um, it, a lot of things ad- adjust and switch how you slide, what guys you're looking for, what linebacker you're responsible for. So it just it makes it a little bit more confusing, and you become um, less of a threat because you're taking a, a wide receiver or running back off the field, which we don't want to do. So mm-hmm. um, interesting thought. Maybe we could sandwich them together as one person. Um, 
and human centipede him <laughs> over there on the right side. Maybe that will be effective, but that'll be a tough Trey block. Pendergast has proven his white line O line's number six is not not a, not the spot for him. No, and especially right. when you you bring in that big piece of meat to go block and make holes, and he just trips and falls and yeah, stumbles in, in around, theory, gets knocked sense. on his back. It's just, not helpful. It's just never pans out, right? It it's thinking outside the box though, Chris, and we, yeah, we like appreciate it. that. So thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Boltville714, who asked the question. What's up, brothers? First of all, I hope everyone had a great Father's Day weekend. That being said, I've noticed Kev has been a little out of sync with you guys and has had questionable answers to some of the hypothetical questions lately. So I'm going to put him on the spot tonight in front of all the thousands and thousands of Hulkamaniacs to analyze the answers. My hypothetical question to you, brothers, is what you going to do if your son decides to run wild on the pitch and one day gets drafted into the NFL, but the team he gets drafted to is... Yes, you guessed it, brothers. That got dang pirate hookers. The Las <laughs> Vegas Raiders. Will you choke your son with those pythons? Or will you give in and tap out and run to their support wearing an eye patch and all black leather gimp suit to their games? K love you bye. Um I'd flex my uh my Manning-esque ability to control a draft and uh pull him, <laughs> put him in a fifth year that's, that's fifth year want, senior. Wait. You're telling me you would rather have your son be like Eli Manning? Play another, yeah, than be a Raider? Sure, 100%. And I'd also maybe send him back to another year of college. Like, find some kind of loophole. something. We'll hold him back. Usually you hold him back before they start school. I'm holding him back on his fourth year of college because I don't want him to be a f***ing Raider. Answer. And have I, right. been, have I been giving some questionable hypotheticals lately? <laughs> Maybe no, I was just I a little rusty. Is, a little rusty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's happened is me and Adam have started, we've synced up, like I talked about. We started agreeing, and you're still kind of the grossest the thing out. I've ever heard. It's gotten weird. <laughs> it's gotten weird. Well, We're on the same wavelength. We're on the yeah. same wavelength. How that's about a better that? way to say it. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm here for. All right, Viking. <laughs> <laughs> better watch out. Stop uh, critiquing just because you're the odd man out now. How about you, Kyle? What would what would you do? Your son gets drafted in the NFL and he's a Raider. I'm not going to cop out and say what Kevin said because <laughs> that's not real. Um, yeah, Shoot I mean, I would space. buy... I would, <laughs> if my son got was playing professional football in the NFL, mm. I would probably get a Duggan jersey. Yeah, I, I mean, Oh, I'd get I a Duggan jersey, but it'd be a Charger Duggan jersey with his number if he was playing for a different team. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would support my son if he was on the Raiders. I would support my son, but I would still be a Charger fan. Probably easier to like, you know, some kind of like soft tissue injury during the combine, um, make him drop a bit, like something That's like that. That's not going to stop the Raiders from drafting him. They could. The Raiders suck at the draft. Or maybe <laughs> maybe don't run your 4-3 today, buddy. Run what? that 4-7 because they only draft guys that run 4-3. No, no, no. As long as he has a good combine, good college career, they won't draft him. It'll be fine. Yeah. 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 If he's a good college player, they won't pick him. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just If he projects to be good in the NFL, they won't pick him. No. So we're, I, at the end of the day, I don't think this will happen. <laughs> but if it did happen, <laughs> at the end of the day, I hope this won't happen. But if it did, <laughs> I would support my son. All right. 
Yeah, that would be that would be tough. That would be really tough. But uh, hey, Boltville seven one four. Thank you. Be that tough. You'd be making a lot of money, and I would probably retire and just travel well, you think around the world. You think he's gonna pay? Money. He's just gonna give you money when he gets his first good Raider contract? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we've what talked are, about it. So You've already had that conversation with your five-year-old. Yeah, awesome. it's in writing. Sweet, smart. Yeah. Get Have get it signed early. Five-year-old. Yeah, he's pretty. He's gonna be pretty good. I was if gonna say, get, what if, if if the money is the idea, then what if he's like drafted fifth, or he's an undrafted free agent in the Raiders? Once <laughs> it reaches, well, oh, an undrafted free agent. Yeah, he can't choose. No, 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 no. Even though he might have the best chance to a starting roster, if he's yeah, if he's an undrafted free agent, I will not allow him to to sign with the show. Go to another team and work harder. Yeah, flops. There you go, Boltville seven one four. Thank you for asking the question, and we go out of Ask Bolt Fam with another chapter. From oh, Senior Snappy. Oh, gosh. Of oh, the Wooldog story. The Hold on. Can we the pause puppet. for a second? I want to go get some popcorn. Stumbling through the dusty tunnel. Wooldog, on your fight from justice, like your famous beard, your troubles had no end. But wait. Wooldog Jr. is stopped in his tracks, growling. There's something up ahead. A bright light. Look away, Wooldog. <laughs> but too late. You are blinded. You Enrique's friend? What's the password? Family trust respect? Okay. I would have accepted any squad, any place. Welcome to TJ Holmes. So, your luck's not run dry just yet, Wooldog. Good for you. You've made your way to Colombia e Ave... Oh, shit. What is that? <laughs> Colombia y Ave Guanajuato. <laughs> You've made your way to Colombia y Ave Guanajuato to the elegant Sofia Cucina Italiana, where you can collect your thoughts. It's been hours without a drop of caffeine nor simple carbohydrates. Times like this offer certain risks. Hey, senor! No peros, no peros! The name is Wolpero. <laughs> what is wrong with you, World Dog? You can't just bring a dirty animal into Sofia Cucina Italiana. Put World Dog Jr. outside. Well, they let you sit at the bar. What'll you have? Can I get a Montana Dew over here? E una frijoles machos? We have none of that, senor. How about El Toro Rojo? Ew, no, just give me a water. Frijoles and machos y one agua, 300 pesos, por favor. I don't have any pesos, but I, I do have another talent. Tijuana is a town not known for the voice acting industry. But again, fortune smiles on you. Uh, my brother, Luis, uh, I might uh, use you, but uh, the perro must go outside. The man is on his phone, and he wants to discuss your future. But to do about Wooldog Jr. Mm. All right, so I've arrived at Sofia Cucina Italiana with a <laughs> Italian Mexican. You don't speak Spanish. <laughs> I don't speak Spanish. Uh, and Ricardo Montalban is narrating my <laughs> journey from this point forward. It's just getting wild. All right, so. 
I I guess it's uh okay, so Mario's on the phone and and what do I do about Wooldog Jr.? If he's outside and I I've arrived here, I don't have any pesos, but I can voice act, I can do that. This sounds like a job for the Pee Wee Herman scene. <laughs> get those platforms on and I get look to for dancing. the nearest jukebox and I look for tequila. Ah, tequila. <laughs> I did that. I did that a lot as a kid. I would do the the front yeah. pointing. Back. Yeah. Tequila. I, I could do that. I think I could I could entertain. I could jump on the I could jump on a table. I can hit the jukebox. I can dance. And they'll be so focused on me, they won't worry about the dog. Hmm. So Wooldog Jr. will be in disguise, as they say. I feel like so. th- there needs to be some kind of change here where the mm. dog turns into a cat. Oh. Something turned. So not a perro, but a, gua- but a gato. Gato. <laughs> Wool gato. Wool dog gato. <laughs> no, you're not dog anymore. You're wool gato. I wool am cat. not wool gato. <laughs> that is, that, that's, my, that's my alias when I'm in Mexico. I become el ga- wool, do- wool gato. I like it. He purrs into your life. Into your ears. <laughs> It's puss and boots. It's puss and boots all over again. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> all right. Well, where will this go next? <laughs> Only senior snappy knows. <laughs> I don't even know if he knows. <laughs> we'll find out uh, the next time he pipes up. But uh, that is it for Ask Bolt Fan. Thank you, Senior Snappy. And thank you, everybody, for asking questions. Again, you make the offseason... A little more entertaining. Just so much more fun. <laughs> you, throw, really. you throw some good questions out there. Some of them weird. <laughs> we had, we, but we My learned favorites. some things. We learned about glizzies. Yeah. We learned about... We learned about glizzies. <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, but uh, it, I think that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat. Any final thoughts, gentlemen? Mm, no. I hope I, I hope I come back to form. I feel like I'm letting people down. So I'm <laughs> gonna Vikings. Fine. I'm gonna go do some any improv Vikings classes. In Missouri? Yeah, if there's any Vikings in Missouri? Kevin's looking for babysitters. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> make my kids fucking just hard. Just for a couple I'm, weeks. Just a couple weeks. Just make them tough. Just make them much tougher <laughs> than I'm offering. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for us here at Charger Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Ooh. <laughs> Pussy and boots. And now, a word from our sponsors. Have you ever thought to yourself, hey, I want to be a Viking, but it's 2022? Well, now you can, thanks to Matt Filer's Viking Camp. Learn all the ins and outs of being a Viking. And for the kids, we have Viking Camp Junior. Two weeks of learning to be a tough guy without all that yucky stuff. So call Matt Filer's Viking Camp. And become a Viking today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.